I'm Governor Larry Hogan. Our state is taking unprecedented and aggressive actions in the fight to stop the spread of the COVID-19 pandemic here in Maryland. As you know, I recently issued a stay-at-home directive to ensure that no Marylander leaves his or her home unless it is for an essential job or for an essential purpose. I know how difficult this is on each and every one of you. There's a great deal of fear and anxiety. And the truth is that none of us really know how bad this is going to get or how long it's going to last. But I can promise you that there are a great many dedicated people doing tremendous things, working around the clock, and doing their very best to help keep Marylanders safe. In the days to come, we're going to need to depend on each other, to look out for one another, and to take care of each other, because we are all in this together, and we will get through this together. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Tuesday, April 21st, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Congratulations to Emily Davis. Who is Emily Davis? She is the 2019-2020 Anne Arundel County Public Schools Teacher of the Year. She is a Brooklyn Park Middle School language arts teacher. And she was surprised by Superintendent George Arlotto yesterday when he made the surprise announcement in what she thought was just a virtual staff meeting. Typically, Arlotto would have gone into a school-wide assembly and made the announcement. But with the COVID-19 pandemic, it was done over Zoom. Davis will now compete for the Maryland State Teacher of the Year, which will be announced next fall. Now, Anne Arundel County Public Schools has had two of the last three Maryland State Teachers of the Year winners. Last year was Teresa Baustein of South Shore Elementary School, and in 2018, it was Josh Carroll of South River High School. So congratulations to Emily Davis. A job well done. The Maryland General Assembly has announced that they will not reconvene for a special session in May as they had planned when they adjourned earlier in March. That came from the offices of Senate President Bill Ferguson and House Speaker Adrian Jones yesterday afternoon, and they said because of the COVID-19, the General Assembly, which adjourned on March 18th, will not come back. Now, the legislature has adjourned early before, but it hasn't been since the Civil War. This does mean that any bill that Governor Hogan might veto will have to wait until January of 2021 when the legislature comes back into session for them to override any veto. And Hogan has a pile of bills on his desk, and he can either veto them, sign them into law, or leave them unsigned, and then they become law without his signature. However, I'm not quite sure what happens now since he's turned over the day-to-day running of the state to Lieutenant Governor Boyd Rutherford, whether Boyd Rutherford has to sign the bills or whether Governor Hogan has to do it. And congratulations to Wilma Lee. Who is Wilma Lee? Well, she's not anybody. She is the namesake of a skipjack that's been housed at the Annapolis Maritime Museum and Park. And she will be making the long voyage from Back Creek over to City Dock a little bit later on this afternoon. And she will be there for a couple weeks. Now, the Wilma Lee was actually purchased by the Annapolis Maritime Museum and Park back in June of 2018. She arrived here back on the Chesapeake Bay in July of 2018. 
has undergone a bow to stern renovation and recently received her U.S. Coast Guard certificate to take passengers out. She's going to be used for education, of course, as well as different events. And she is actually listed on the National Register of Historic Places. She was built in 1940 and is one of a very few, I think three is what I was told, remaining skipjacks that are still in use. So if you can get down to City Dock and remain socially distant, you want to make sure you check out the Wilma Lee. If you don't get a chance when she's down at City Dock, she will be permanently moored at the Annapolis Maritime Museum and Park in the Eastport campus. A little bit later on this week, we're going to hear Governor Larry Hogan's plans for reopening Maryland. But yesterday, he held a news conference announcing that Maryland has purchased 500,000 testing kits for the COVID-19 virus. Where did they come from? They came from South Korea and a company called Lab Genomics. Getting these was quite the operation, and actually they named it an operation, Operation Enduring Friendship, and that actually launched on Saturday, March 28th, and the governor asked his wife, Yumi Hogan, who is from South Korea originally, to join him on a call with the South Korean ambassador. Mrs. Hogan made a personal plea in Korean asking for their assistance, and they stepped up to the plate. So what happened? The first ever Korean Air flight from Korea to land at BWI showed up on Saturday afternoon without a single passenger, but carrying 500,000 testing kits. In his news conference, Hogan personally thanked President Moon Jae-in, Prime Minister Chung, Ambassador Lee, and Minister Hong, who is the Director of Public Diplomacy at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, and he was actually there during the press conference as well. He thanked Lab Genomics, Samsung SDS for logistical support, Korean Air certainly for bringing the special charter flight, the Korean Trade Investment Promotion Agency, John S. Connor Global Logistics, his entire team at Operation Enduring Friendship. But most importantly, he wanted to thank his wife, Yumi Hogan, for really getting this ball rolling. This puts Maryland in a great place to start to open up, as Hogan has said that there need to be four criteria met, more testing, more PPE, a ramp up of the hospital and a contact tracing process in place. Good job, Mrs. Hogan. Good job, Governor Hogan. Thank you very much. Quick update on the numbers. Maryland now has 13,684 positive cases of the COVID-19 virus with 516 deaths. In Anne Arundel County, that number stands at 1,098 with 42 deaths. And a good story out of the COVID-19 pandemic. And when Maryland's Governor Larry Hogan ordered all non-essential businesses closed, Zachary's Jewelers had a problem on their hands. There was no way to argue that it was essential to be open to sell jewelry. And more importantly, Steve Samaras wanted to make sure he did close because he was concerned about the safety of his employees as well as his customers. So they did close. And in the middle of the largest sale they had ever planned, they pivoted. They never really were an online sales store, but they turned around and they brought online sales to their website. And we spoke with them during a podcast last week, and it's not really just adding a shopping cart to the website because Zachary's has always prided themselves on personal service and face-to-face interactions. So they had to figure out a way to really integrate that. Enter their COO, Constance Palomalu. She said she had to figure out the way to bring Zachary's into the online world. It does involve live chat. It involves virtual appointments online via Zoom. You can talk to your favorite sales rep or a random sales rep. 
If you've got an inspiration, you can hold it up in a picture. They will take a picture of it, send it to their sketch artist to start bringing a lot of your ideas to life. Most of Zachary's business is custom jewelry, so it really sort of made some sense for them to do this. It's really kind of interesting. You want to go to ionanapolis.net and check that out. The other thing we talked about in the podcast was Steve as being a lifelong Annapolitan has a really unique love for the area. And while his business is moving along online, he's taken it upon himself to explain why he loves Annapolis so much with a series of videos on his own personal Facebook page called One Love Annapolis. Steve and his wife, Charlie have been visiting different businesses and areas and spaces and organizations that really have some particular meaning to them. Many are locally owned businesses that they support and others might just be a particular place that has some meaning to them. If you have any kind of an affinity for Annapolis, I suggest you take a look at them. He's got probably about a dozen videos up. They're each about a couple minutes long, really kind of informative, and it really kind of gives you the view of Annapolis that only a lifelong Annapolitan can give you. You want to go to ionanapolis.net. We have the story up there. There's a link in the bottom there that says One Love Annapolis, Steve Samaras. Click on that and it'll take you right over to the little gallery of videos over on his Facebook page. All right, that does wrap it up for us today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net because we do update it throughout the day and we'll have more updates on these stories and more as we go through the day. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that as well. And make sure you let your friends and family know about us and how to get a podcast. Other than that, you need to hang tight. We've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast. He's coming up in just one minute. But first, Solar Energy Services. Hello, Marylanders. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services in Millersville, Maryland. First, I'd like to recognize Governor Larry Hogan and County Executive Stuart Pittman for their leadership through this pandemic as we all continue to adjust to new norms in these challenging times. To be sure, we'll come out of this situation with some permanent changes to our way of life, including the possibility of a greater commitment to a more holistic and sustainable lifestyle. Because of that, maybe now is a good time for you to start thinking about your energy future, including a shift to solar for your home or business. Fortunately, Solar Energy Services utilizes interactive technology tools that allow us to continue to do business safely while providing detailed, accurate presentations and proposals from a distance. So don't hesitate to schedule a free solar design with us today at 410-923-6090 or visit us at solarsaves.net. Sunshine's a wasting, but together we'll get through this. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, April 21st. Yesterday was a bit cool and mostly cloudy, though it did finish on a high note with some sunshine, whereas today will be a bit different, with warmer temps in the mid-60s to low 70s in spots, along with a chance of some showers and thunderstorms, some which could be severe, as a cold front attached to a storm in Canada moves through from the west with the likeliest timing of storms in the early p.m. hours. From there, it'll be breezy Tuesday p.m. through much of Wednesday, with Wednesday seeing return of sunshine, though cooler again, with highs only near 60 degrees as winds gust over 20 to 25 miles per hour at times. Then rain chances return Thursday p.m., and they will last into Friday p.m. with the potential for one inch of rain or more in spots, as low pressure generally moves right over the Annapolis region with highs in the 60s each day before more 60s and continued unsettled skies over the weekend, with a small but valid chance of showers both Saturday and Sunday. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. 
And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Whether it's a fire, a hurricane, or a virus, Annapolis comes together. We've done it time and time again because this is a town that gets it. A town that knows how to lift each other up when the world falls down. As we face this new challenge, I encourage our community to come together as we've always done. I'm Steve Samaras from Zachary's Jewelers. I pledge to lend a hand to support my family, my team, my neighbors, and the small businesses in our town. Together, let's do what we've always done. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.